Okay, Mr. Walker. Walker, come on back, and you remain under oath from your previous testimony. Mr. Walker, thank you so much for coming back and pouring into the report. I just one area that I missed in my notes. I wanted to ask you about not publishing against states D two. In these records where we have phone uh, incoming calls and outgoing calls, if the handset or the phone itself dials 911, is that recorded in the Metro PCS records? No. So if the phone calls 911, we're not going to see it in these records? No. Thank you, sir. I have nothing else. Okay, now hopefully you're free to go. All right, safe travels. <laughs> Wiley, you remain under oath from your um, previous testimony, so you may proceed. Ms. Wiley, I think where we left off was you had just purchased the marijuana and you were heading back to the apartment. Yes, ma'am. Um, had you had any phone contact with the defendant either on your way or on your way back from buying the marijuana? Yes, ma'am. Uh, was it which one, on the way there, on the way back, or both? On the way there, I called and made sure that she was all right. Just called. And then I hung up the phone. Then I got to my granddaddy's house. And then on the way back, I gave him a call. I think he called. I, th I think I called him for the gate code. Um, and why did you call him for the gate code? To get in the gate, because I know the gate was locked. Were you already at the gate code, or did you call him prior to arriving to the gate? Prior. prior. I wasn't already at the gate code. No. Did he give you the gate code? Yes. Um, do you recall what the gate code was? No. Do you remember anything about the gate code? It was incorrect. Um, why do you say it was incorrect? Because I tried it when I got to the gate. It didn't work. Um, do you remember anything significant about the number that you were told to enter in? I know it was um, the same numbers. It was a, if it was 444, it was the same, same number. Same number, okay. Right. So there was no change in the numbers. It was the no. same repeated number. Correct. So how many times did you try the gate code? I think two or three times. So you weren't able to get in? Correct. So what happened? I called him. I kept calling his phone. And um, did, you, did he pick up? No. So what did you do? Before I got to the gate, he, he was telling me that he let her go to CVS to get some candy. Okay. 
So when you are not yet at the gate, right? Uh, you called him and he told you that he right. had given her some money to go to CVS. Absolutely, yes. Um, did you say anything to him about that? Yes, I was like, why did you let her go? She just ate. And he was like, oh, she wanted some candy, and I told her I'm not going to go with her. I give her the money. And was that the CVS near his apartment complex? Yes, ma'am. Um, so did you try to get in the gate then when you arrived there at the gate? Yes. Uh, were you able to get in? No. You said you tried to call him back. Did he answer his phone? No. So what did you proceed to do at that point? I, I pursued. I was like, no, you know what, let me just go over here to CVS and see if I see her. Um, did you go over to the CVS? Yes, I did. How did you get over to the CVS? I drove. Uh, the Silver Lexus? Yes, ma'am. Um, when you arrived at the CVS, what did you do? I asked the clerk, the people in the front who's working for CVS, and I asked them, did they see a young girl coming here? Um, and did you see Felicia anywhere near the CVS? No. Uh, when you drove back to the apartment, did you see Felicia at all? No. Was anybody in the vehicle with you when you went to the CVS? No. Ms. Wiley, I'm showing you what's been pre-marked as State's Exhibit G2, 3, and 4. Have you previously looked at these documents? Yes. And do they fairly and accurately depict you driving the silver Lexus and inside the CVS, um, which you have previously testified to? Yes, no. And uh, state offers an evidence at G two through four at this time, Judge. Any objection? Oh, yeah. Admitted. Permission to publish? Yes. Ms. Wiley, there's a screen right behind you. In the top left-hand corner of the photograph, um, is that you depicted in that? Yes. Photograph? Yes, ma'am. Is that when you had walked into the CVS looking for Felicia? Yes, ma'am. State's Exhibit G3. Is that a picture of the silver Lexus that you were driving on May 16th of 2014? Yes, ma'am. And is that you in the driver's seat? No. And is that in the CVS parking lot? Yes. States Exhibit G4, is this a close-up of the vehicle um, that you were driving? Yes. And were you, in fact, the only person in that vehicle um, at that time? Yes. Do you recall how many times you had to call the defendant um, to try to find out where Felicia was or to try to get in the gate code? Um, <clears throat> I called him a lot of times. I called him a whole bunch of times. Do you, did you decide to go to CVS on your own to look for Felicia yeah. or did he tell you to go to CVS and look for her? He didn't tell me to go. I went on my own. After you left CVS, where did you go? I went straight back to the apartments. Were you calling Granville or the defendant to let him know that Felicia was not at the apartment? So halfway when I got almost there, he called me 
And I was like, that's not the gate code. He was like, yes, it is. So I, when I got to the gate code, I typed it in again. And it was not the gate code. So I, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting frustrated. So that's when I seen, uh, well, it was a little boy who had approached me with a white karate suit on. And he was like, you trying to get in the gate? I was like, yes, can you come over here and type in a code? And he typed in a code, and I came in. How was the defendant's demeanor on the phone when you kept calling him trying to get in the gate and telling you about uh, that Felicia was at CVS? I couldn't detect it over the phone. You couldn't? He acted normal to you over the phone? Yes. So ultimately, did you, after you had initially arrived at the gate, mm -hmm. you left to go to CVS, you then came back to the gate, and mm -hmm. eventually you were able to get into the gate? Yes, ma'am. Uh, did you then drive back to the apartment? Yes, ma'am. Um, did you see the defendant back at the apartment? Yes, I did. And where did you see him at? He was standing outside. Um, outside where? Of his door. And um, he was upstairs standing outside of his door? Yes, ma'am. Um, what did he look like? He had no shirt on. He was I'm like sorry? He, he had no shirt on. He looked like he was sweating. Like he was just, and I looked up as I was driving. I looked up, I'm like, damn, what, what, what is going on? So I pulled, pulled in the drive-thru, I went out the the park lot, and I went upstairs, and he was telling me, dang, I let her go to the store, and she ain't come back yet. Let me stop you for a minute. When you left to go buy the marijuana, was the defendant fully clothed? Yes, he was. Um, when you arrived back home, what pieces of clothing were missing from his body? When I arrived back to his apartment, he just had some pants on. Um, what was his demeanor when you all were talking about Felicia going to CBS. So he was frustrated, really. He was mad because she didn't come back yet. And I was like, you need to calm down. She's going to come back. She she always um, walk off and stuff. And I said, you sure you show her that um, your doorknob? He said, yes, yes. And then he was like, I told her to go down this alley and, and go to CVS. And I said, okay, you sure you show her the door? And he was like, yes. I said, she's going to come back. You just need to chill. You just need to calm down. She's going to come back. Were you concerned that Felicia was not there and that you could not find her at the CVS? Yes, I was very concerned. Um, so what happened next? Um, that's when I was, I was, that's when he calmed down and I started thinking, I'm like, oh my God, I just grabbed and left and go to the dang on store. I'm and sorry, after, what was that? After he done calmed down, that's when I sat there and I thought about it. I'm like, dang, she done went to the store and he done let her go to the store. So that's when I was about to start panicking, like... Why you let her go to the store? You know, she already ate, you know. And he was like, I don't know. I don't know. She really wanted some candy. And I was like, I want to pray. And he, I was like, I need to get, get in the closet and pray. Okay. So why did you need to go in the closet because and pray? Because I was, I was getting ready to panic, knowing that I was high and I was trying to have just calm down. And I went in the closet. He said, you go in my mom's room in her closet and pray. And I just stand there, got on my knees and started praying, and came. So when you said that you went in, um, he told you you could go in his mother's room to mm -hmm. pray. Um, was that the room with the bed in it? Yes, ma'am. And you went inside the closet in mm -hmm. that room? Mm-hmm. Is that a yes? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, how long did you stay in that closet? Do you remember? Right. No longer than two, 20 half minutes. 
What was the next thing that happened? I came out, and then I proceeded. We sat on the couch. Uh, I'm not sure that he rolled up a blunt. I think he did. I think he had rolled up a blunt in a, um, a, a, them little rollers, paper blunts. Um, and little paper um, cigarette rollers? Yes. Um, and I think was I took a mar- drink. I'm sorry, but was that the marijuana that you had returned? Yes, ma'am. To, um, from your grandfather's house? Yes, ma'am. And I'm sorry, let me, let's step back for a minute. When you, um, when you went to the CVS, did you describe to the CVS worker um, what Felicia looked like and what she was wearing on that day? Yes, I did. Um, do you remember what she was wearing on that day? Not, I'm not sure. I know she had some jeans on, some black shoes, and a striped shirt. So, you said you prayed in the closet. What was the next thing you then did? Had Felicia returned during that time? No, she did not. So, what did you do next? So, I came out. um, He was rolling the blunt, and I took a drink, and he proceeded sexual towards me, and we had sex. And where is it that you had sex that time? Right there in the front room floor. Right there in the front room floor. Um, was that the room that has the couches in it? The front room, yes. Okay. At any time when you were there, did you look around the apartment for Felicia? No, I did not. Okay. Did you ever go out on the back porch and look for her? No, I did not. Um, anywhere? Did you ever go to the other closet, the, the, the no, spare bedroom closet, and look for her? No, I did not. Um, did you trust the defendant, her saying, him saying yes. that she was not there? Yes, I did trust him. Did you drink anything on that day? I think I took a shot when I came out the closet. What did you take a shot of? The Hennessy. Um, did you smoke any marijuana? No. That evening? I don't smoke. How long did you stay at that apartment for? Um, before he took me home. Um, probably like an hour and a half. Two hours. I know it ended up. It, it ended up turning dark. Okay. At any time. At any time during that time that you were at the apartment, did you ever call Miss Emerson and tell her that Felicia was missing? I told her sister. I called her sister. I think her sister either called me and or, or I think I called her. Okay. Um, did you ever call the mother? No, I did not. And when you say you called her sister, what sister is that? Which is Cha Cha. So at some point you said it got dark and you ended up leaving the apartment? Yes, ma'am. At all, did you and the defendant ever go look for the victim out around the apartment? No, we did not. Why isn't that you go why didn't you go look for the victim? I was following his lead. He said, I'm finna drop you off home. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then I'm saying to myself, I'm like, Well dang, we ain't even going to look for the little girl. Like, I'm saying it to myself, but he's this his car and I'm I can't I'm not gonna say nothing out the way. So I'm just like I waited till he dropped me off, and then I called her sister and see where she was. When you say you called, first, did you get to, where did he take you to? My grandmother. In the Silver Lexus? Yes. Um, and how far is your grandmother's house from the defendant's apartment? That's like 25 minutes. 
Um, how long did you stay at your grandmother's house for? I didn't even go in. When I got in the car, I stayed outside. And what did you do when you were outside your grandmother's house? That's when I called Cha-Cha back, and I asked her where she was, and I walked. She told me to meet her at the liquor store on 22nd. What area of town was that liquor store in? That's, I believe that's East Temple. And why well, is it that you were calling Cha-Cha? Because the, uh, earlier that I had called her and let her know that she was missing. Um, so did you walk to the liquor store to meet Cha-Cha? Yes, I did. Did you meet Cha-Cha there? Yes. Was there any conversation before you left? The, yes, um, it was. Yes, it was. Okay, let, <laughs> let, me, let me finish my question, okay? Okay. When you were at the defendant's apartment, mm -hmm. um, was there a conversation about what you were going to do or what you were going to say about Felicia being missing? Yes. Ultimately, you were going to have to tell her family, right? Yes, ma'am. So what conversation took place with regards to that? Um, he told me to tell her parents that it wasn't no male in the house that you, and then he told me that he was telling his mom was in the house, a female in the house. Okay, so why did that whole conversation happen, and why is he telling you to say that there's no male in the house? To make me seem like I wasn't no bad person leaving her, and he told her to go to the store. Was he telling you that you would be viewed as a bad person? Yes, ma'am. That if you had left Felicia there with a man, that you would be viewed as the bad person? Yes, ma'am. Did you point out to him that he was the one that, in fact, told you that you needed to leave her with him? To who? Did you tell the defendant no. that? No. Okay. So you're just going along with what he's saying? Yes, ma'am. So if you weren't going to be allowed to say that there was a man there at the house, what was the story going to be then? That um, it was a woman there and she left out the door. I took a shower and she left out the door. That was the lie that I told in the beginning. Okay. So who came up with the story to say that you were taking a shower and that Felicia left out the door when you were taking a shower? I think I said that. Because he told me that uh, let him let him let them know there's a woman in the house. Why did he tell you to let them know that there was a woman in the house? Because I want me viewed as a bad a godmother that I left her with him and he was unresponsible and letting her go to the store. So he was saying he was being viewed. He would have been viewed as the unresponsible one for letting her go to the store. Right. Who was this woman supposedly supposed to be? His mother. Whose idea was that, that it was the, this woman was going to be his mother? His. Up until that point, had you ever met his mother? No, I never met his mother. I'm sorry? I never met his mother. To it was this, over the phone. To this day, have you ever met his mother? No. Um, did he tell you what this woman name, his mother's name, was supposed to be? So that if, when, you, when, you would yes. when you would tell his Felicia's mother, that you would have a name to put with this woman? Yes. What was the name? Vivian. Vivian? Yes. Um, did you know whether that was truly, in fact, her name? Yes, I thought that was her name. You thought that was her name? Yeah. Did you later learn that her name is Gloria Gibson? Yes. Um, so when you left and he took you to your grandmother's house that night, the story was going to be that. Leading, Your Honor. As to leading. The story was going to be what? That you were going to tell Felicia's family. When you left that night and he dropped you off at your grandma's house, what was the story going to be? 
um, that what he didn't tell me, he just told me to tell him that it was a woman in the house and he gave me his mother's name and number. And I told them that it was a woman in the house. I took a shower and I left. Uh, she left out the door. Whose idea was it to say that she had left out the door? Um, nobody. I just said she left out the door. Okay. So you get to where Chacha's at at the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Do you tell her that story that had been agreed upon between you and the defendant? Right. What happens then after you tell Chacha this story? Um, she called her mother. She called her mother, and then we was she. I think her mother called me, and then told me to meet her at um, Burger King. How did you? Um, did you go to the Burger King? Yes, I did. How did you get from the liquor store to Burger King? My brother. Uh, who is your brother? Um, Kenny Shelton. Kenneth Shelton? Yes. Is he your actual blood brother? No. You just call him your brother? Yes. So, Kenneth takes you, anybody else? Cha-cha. And where do you all go first? Uh, we dropped her off. You dropped Cha-Cha off at her house? Yes, ma'am. Was that close to the liquor store? Yes, ma'am. And then where do you go? Oh, he took me to 15. I bought some drugs. And I went to Burger King. Um, why did you go to 15th and buy some drugs? Because I wanted to be high just a little bit more. I was high already. My high was coming down, and I wanted to get high again. Um, and so you told Kenneth where to drive you? Yes. Uh, what drugs did you purchase? Molly. A Molly? A Molly, yes, ma'am. What happened after you purchased the Molly? Um, we went to Burger King. And um, this Burger King, is this located in Temple Terrace? Yes. Is this near the apartment complex? Yes. When you um, arrived at the Burger King, was Felicia Demerson there? Yes, she was. Were law enforcement officers there? Yes. Did you speak to the law enforcement officers? Yes. Um, and what did you tell them? I forgot exactly what I told them. I told them, I forgot exactly what I told them, but I let them know that my godchild has, she went away. I don't know where she at. Okay. Did you tell them the first story, this first lie that you yeah. and the defendant had come up with? Yeah. Um, was... And what was this first lie that you told law enforcement? Um, that Sugar Plum um, left out the door. I was taking a shower, and I was in the house with my friend, Ms. Rivette. And did you give law enforcement that name? The lady name? Yes. I believe so. I'm not sure. And when you told law enforcement that, was that a lie? Yes, it was. Did law enforcement ask you to go anywhere and get any information for them? Yes. And what were you asked to do? To go and get his address. So what did you do? My brother took me around there and got his address. Uh, when you say your brother, is that Kenneth Shelton? Yes. Uh, where did he drive you to? Door Oaks. 
And did you get the address? Yes. Did you see anybody when you went to the address? Yes, I did. Who did you see? Trevor. Granville. The defendant? Yes. Where is it that you saw him? He was standing by his car. Um, how did he look? Normal. Was he still shirtless or did he have clothes on? He had a shirt on. He had a shirt on. And you said, was he outside of his car or inside of his car? He was getting outside his car. Um, and what conversation took place, if any? I let him know that the police on their way over here. And I told him, if he over here, let them come in and search your house. And what did he say? He said, okay. Um, did you know, did he, had did he tell you what he was doing down at his car? No. Did you do anything else while you were there at the apartment? When? This time that you come to get the address. No, I didn't. Did you ever go up to the apartment? No. Ever look around the apartment for Felicia? No. Ever look in the Lexus for Felicia? No, I did not. Did you see any suitcase in the Lexus at the time that you went back to the apartment and spoke to the defendant? No, I did not. When the defendant had dropped you off at your grandmother's house, was there any conversation about the next time that you and the defendant were going to get together again? No. Did you return back to the Burger King parking lot? Yes, ma'am. Did you give law enforcement the address? Yes. Did you remain there at the Burger King or did you go anywhere else? I remained there. Were you asked to go anywhere else with law enforcement that evening? Um, yes, to the police station. Was that the Temple Terrace police station? Yes, ma'am. And did you respond there with law enforcement? Yes. Did you interview with them again? I think so. Did you ever change your story that night from the lie about you being in the shower and Felicia walking off when you were in the shower? Mm. No, I don't think so. Do you recall how long you were at the police station till? Probably like 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning. The next morning on May 17th? Yes, ma'am. When you left the Temple Terrace Police Department around um, 3 in the morning, where is it that you went? Uh, my brother dropped me off home. Kenneth Shelton? Yes. And um, that Saturday, did you have to work that day? Yes, I did. Um, did you go to work at 7 a.m.? Yes. yes, I did. Did you work that entire day? No, I did. Why didn't you work that entire day? Uh, as soon as I got there, there was like, oh, they had an amulet uh, with the little girl who always came up to the job looking for you. I said, I know, I know. And I bust down and crying, and she was like, no, you don't need to work like this. You could go home. So you were sent home because you were upset? Yes. Um, do you know approximately what time you got home from work or how long you stayed at work that day? I ain't stayed at work not even 10, 15 minutes, less than that. So did you, what did you do after you left work that morning? Um, 
I went home and went to sleep. When you had said that night on May 16th of 2014, um, and after you had come up with this lie with the defendant and he had given you the name of uh, Vivian mm -hmm. and her phone number, his mother's number, mm -hmm. did you reach out to his mother? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Did you talk to her about the lie that you had told law enforcement? Yes. Um, why did you tell her the lie that you had told law enforcement? Because he told me. He told me that you need to let her know that it's a woman in the house. It was a woman in the house, and I said, okay. And that that woman was her? Yes. Was this in case law enforcement was going to go and talk to her? Right. So was the defendant concerned he wanted his mom to be aware of the lie so that she could then assist in the lie cover-up? Yes, ma'am. And did you follow along and do what he told you to do? Yes. Was his mother receptive to what you told her? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Did she call you back, or was this only you calling her? She was calling me, too, because we was concerned with why he not picking up his phone. We was trying to get in touch with him. Were you ever able to get in touch with him through his mother? No. When you were concerned that you couldn't get in touch with him, what did you do? Um, On Saturday, May 17th. I think that's when the investigator ended up coming to my mom's house. Okay. Did you, prior to that, did you ever conduct a three-way conversation with him yes, and his I mother? Did. Yes, I did. How did that happen? Oh, I think she either, I'm not sure if I put him on three-way or she, I think she put him on three-way. And, um, matter of fact, I think I got a hold of him first. I was like, uh, my gosh, I didn't, she ain't come home. She ain't show up or nothing. And then I asked, I said, you ain't do nothing. So he said, no, 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 my no. I said, no, I have to ask. He said, my no, no. I ain't do nothing. I ain't do nothing. I said, oh, okay, okay. I said, um, but she's not showing up. I don't know where she at. And then I think I call, I put his mother on three-way. I'm not sure how he, the mother got on three-way. Was up, the mother also concerned that she was not able to get in touch with the defendant on that day? Yeah, yeah, because she kept calling me back. I kept calling her back. She said, did you get in touch with her? I said, no, he's not answering his phone. So in that, did she also speak to him in that three-way conversation? Yes, she did. And was it that this lie was going to continue with the three of you? Well, we didn't even talk about that. She was like, the mom just ended up saying, you need to get your stuff and go, go, go. You need to leave, leave, leave. And I'm looking at the phone like, what? Because they're talking in the language that they talk. And I'm like, I'm looking at the phone like, whoa. And as soon as I hung up, that's when the investigator was coming to the house. Why is it that you asked Granville, are you responsible? Did you do something to her? I have to ask. I have to ask because she didn't show up. If she walked away, if she don't ran down the street, she gonna show up. We gonna end up seeing Sugar Plum somewhere. But this been almost 24 hours, not even 24 hours, just the next day that I done got up, it's about, about 11 o'clock, 8 a.m. in the morning, and she still ain't here. She still ain't up here. So I know I left her with him, so you sure you ain't do anything to her? And he said, no, no, no. I said, I don't, I don't mean to offend you or anything, but I have to ask you.
when you stated after you hung up that phone conversation with that three-way call, you said law enforcement arrived at your house? Yes. Did you conduct another interview with them at that yes, time? Yes, I did. Have you had an opportunity to previously look at your text messages and your phone call logs, um, the dates surrounding May 16th and 17th of 2014? Yes. Okay. I'm going to show you on the screen behind you. That's Trevor. The defendant? Yes. And so is his number 727-288-3413? Yes. And my husband, is that the contact that you had put into your phone? Yes. For his number? Yes, I did. When is it that you put that contact in there? Um, Probably the second day after, after I date. And why is it that you titled him my husband? I, he made me feel like, hey, I was the one for him. He was the one for me. And when you say my brother, who is that? That's Kenny. Who is lovely mother? My mother. And who is don't answer? Mm, that was probably somebody I don't want to talk to. Who is sis poo? My sister. Yes, ma'am. And on that date, you were having conversations with the defendant about your concerns about the victim coming up to your job? Yes, ma'am. So these calls um, that are taking place at 9, 10 a.m., mm -hmm. um, again at 12.52 p.m. and uh, 2.29 p.m., 313. Is that conversations where you're having about the victim, what the plan's going to be, uh, supposedly initially to go to McDonald's and speak to her? Yes, ma'am.
86. I want to, previously you said that my brother contact was um, Kenneth Shelton. Was he as my brother in your phone, or is Kenneth, he titled as Kenneth Shelton in your phone? Kenneth Shelton, my brother. Well, I'm not sure then who is my brother. I got to look at the number again. Looking back at DD5, that number is 210-2357. And what's the Kenny, what's Kenny O number? That's the his, same number? His number actually is it's two one zero two three five seven. So that's the same number that you have as my brother. Yeah. So he, um, do you recall how you had him in your phone if it was my brother or Kenneth Shelton? Or could you have had it as both? It could have been both. But that's the same number. That was him. So again, at 3.20, there's, a, there's an incoming call from 727-288-3413. That would have been at 3.20 p.m. Was that shortly after you had arrived home from work? That's 3 a.m.? 3.20 p.m. You recall what time you arrived home from work? 3.20. What time do you get off of work? Oh, 3, three o'clock. Because I'm starting to think back. Home? Yes, ma'am. And you said you changed and shortly thereafter he arrived? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Then that's him. That's his number. Yeah. Do you recall what the phone number was of Miss um, Demerson at all? Right there, the 516 number. 813-516-2544. Yes, ma'am. And is that the call that you made Felicia call her mother at 3.56 p.m.? Yes. So shortly before 4 o'clock? Yes. And where was Felicia when she made that phone call to her mother? We was about to get out the car. It, you were outside of the apartment? Yes. Who is uh, granddaddy? My granddaddy. My mother's father. Is that the grandfather that you were um, wanted or asked about buying marijuana? Yes. So are those phone conversations that took place at um, 4.42 p.m.? Yes. Did you call him when you were still at the apartment or after you left the apartment? I called him right when I was in the kitchen when he had asked me. Was there um, communication between you and your grandfather then that during first, these different times? You were calling him? Yes. And he called you back? Yes. Did you soon leave the apartment shortly after you spoke to your grandfather and he told you where you could get the marijuana? Mm, yes, I shortly left, yeah. And then I believe I, he wasn't answering that's when I believe I called my sister. I called my sister and see if she had anything. And then she was like, if you're in a rush, and I was like, I was going to granddad's house and get it. Then I, um, she said that she'll be able to make it to my granddad's house to meet me at least halfway. It would have been too late. Like, she would have took too long. So she had some stuff, but it would have taken too long to get it. Right. So I went, went forward to my granddaddy.
You testified previously that you were calling the defendant to check on um, mm -hmm. check on the victim, and uh, these calls are between 5.27 and 5.30 p.m. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. And there's continue, um, continuing phone calls to continue through um, till 5.57 p.m., almost mm -hmm. close to 6 o'clock. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. These calls, these different calls um, that you were placing to him, were these the calls where you were learning that she was at CVS and that you could not get in the gate code? Yes, ma'am. You also testified that um, you had spoken to Cha-Cha earlier tell her about her sister. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Cha-Cha baby. Is that Cha-Cha yes, Felicia's sister? Yes. And when you said you had spoken to her concerned that Felicia was missing, um, that call was placed at 6.23 p.m. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Then you had stated that there was phone conversation between you and Cha-Cha and then you and Kenneth Shelton uh, when you all were at the liquor store. Is that correct? Yes. These phone conversations taking place. Right. Showing DD7. There's multiple missed calls from Kenny and outgoing calls to Kenny. Was there still conversations and where he was going to be picking you up and what the right. plan was? So I, I was probably already at the look still talking to Chacha. And my brother probably was calling my phone, um, or I probably was making in phone calls. I don't, in phone calls, I don't know. Did you know where he was coming from at the time? Um, I think he probably was coming from work or from home. I'm not sure. And this, um, all these calls take place between 9:26 and 9:43, correct? Right. So I probably was talking to Cha Cha, and he's probably was trying to see where I was at. Now you stated that. Um, Ms. Demerson's phone number was 5162544? Yes, ma'am. And you had stated that um, she had told you, she had called you and told you to respond to the Burger King parking lot. Yes, ma'am. And um, those phone calls represented at uh, 9.43, 9.47, and 10.02 p.m. And did you respond to, you stated you did respond to the Burger King parking lot. Right. When you were at the see. Burger King parking lot speaking to law enforcement, um, there appears to be numerous phone calls um, from the, the My Husband number, 727-288-3413, um, starting around 10.05 p.m. There's numerous ones around uh, 10.42, 10.43. Right, right. 
Were those contacts where you were trying to contact him? Yeah, see what he was at. Because when he dropped me off, he said he was going to Notice Hassel. Do you remember his mother's phone number uh, being the 793-5726 number? I believe so. And there were numerous contacts you stated previously in your testimony uh, between um, with her. Is that correct? Yes. So that she would know the story? Yes. Again, in the early morning hours, showing DD8. In the early morning hours, around um, 8:19 a.m. or I'm sorry, starting up at 7:47 a.m. through the 8 o'clock hours, there's uh, the 793-5727 being uh, his mother's phone number, and the 727-288-3413. Um, there's numerous phone calls, either ingoing, outgoing, or missed calls that morning uh, through the 10 o'clock hour. Is that correct? Yes, I see that. That's when we get him, trying to get in touch with him. I'm sorry? Trying to get in touch. And was his mother trying to get in touch with him as well? Yes, ma'am. So you stated you got off the phone, that's three-way phone call, and you, law enforcement's there mm -hmm. at your house. Yes, ma'am. Um, do they interview you there? Yes. Um, do you tell them the same story about Felicia walking off when you're in the shower? No. Um, what do you tell them this time? I told them it was a man in the house. And um, when you say that there's a man in the house, is that all, you, is that, all that changed yes. from the yes. original story? Yes, it did, as um, I remember. So was everything else the same with regards to the victim walking off when you were in the shower? Yes, I believe so. I'm, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I know I told them. As soon as I told them, instead of it was a woman, it was a man. They said, let me take you in. We have to take you in and interview you. And when you say take you in, what? Take you, you into the police station and interview you. So did you go down to the Temple Terrace Police Department? Mm-hmm. Is that a yes? Yes. And were you interviewed there? Yes, I was. So what did you tell them about it was a man and not a woman? I said, um... She walked away. I, I believe, I forgot what I said. That's when they was trying to see, can I get in touch with him? And I did end up getting in touch with him. And that's when I continued lying. So you told them a different lie from the first lie? Right. What were you doing? What was, were you still taking a shower and the man was at the house? Right. Right. Um, so... Felicia walked off when you were in the shower and the when man was When I was, was in there. a room with him, yeah. I said that. I'm not sure what I said, but I know I lied 
and said that it was a man in the house. And yes. Ms. Wiley, would looking at a summary of your interview there at the Temple Terrace Police Department refresh your memory as to what you told them on that day? Okay. Would that refresh your memory? Yes. Looking at that? Yes. Your Honor, may I approach the witness? Yes. Uh, reference to page, line, or You can please let me know when your recollection's been refreshed as to when, what you told him during the second time. Right. It was. Okay. Do you remember what you told? The detectives at the Temple Terrace Police Department that time, that day on the 17th when you were interviewing them, right. you told them that there was a man at the house now. Right. What, so what did you tell them? That we was in the shower. That man who was in the shower um, having sex. So you and the man were having sex in the shower. And when I came out, she was gone. Who was gone? Felicia. Did you tell them who this man was? Yes, I did. And who was the man? Trevor. Was this, in fact, the truth, that you were in the shower with Trevor and Felicia walked off? It was a lie. So this was another lie that you told law enforcement? Yes, I did. Did you give them any other information other than the name Trevor? That's it. I gave them. They asked me what's his name. I said Trevor. At that point, did you know his name was, in fact, Granville Ritchie? Um, No. Did you contact the defendant after you told law enforcement this second lie to let him know that you've changed the story now? Yes, I let, them, let him know that I told him that you was in the house. Okay. And you told him that you were having sex with, um, with him and Felicia walked out? Yes. Did he tell you that he was going to then go along with that lie? I believe so, yeah. Did you, um, once you had changed your story again on the 17th, were you ultimately arrested for the charges that you're now facing? Right. You yes, were arrested that day? Yes, ma'am. Ever since they had picked me up? Correct. How long I was there until I got arrested? I probably was there all night to like 1 o'clock in the morning. And so do you recall when you were, um, when you went to the police station with them? Was it the afternoon? Yes, I believe so. Showing you DD-10. Do you recall 
approximately what time you got to the police station that afternoon? Um, I'm not sure, about 2 o'clock. So around 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Is that correct? I believe so, yes ma'am. Did you ever tell Vivian that you had changed your life? No, I didn't get to talk to her. I think I did talk to her, but I didn't say that. I didn't tell her that I changed her life. I'm not sure. Because there's uh, numerous missed phone calls from the 793 number at, starting at 209 to um, 227. And then it appears that you, it's outgoing call to the defendant's number at 242, right, 250, 254. The police told me to try to reach out to him and see if I can get him on the phone. So were you trying to do that? Yes, ma'am. Did, did you actually get him on the phone? Uh, I think I did. Yes, I did. Or they end up get him on the phone. I think they talked to him on my phone. I believe so. I'm not sure. And did you, when you told him what you had told the police, were they standing there when you told him what you had told the police about the sex in the shower and the victim walking off? I'm not sure. Or were you I alone don't remember. in the room? I think I was alone. I'm not, I'm not sure. You said you were there for numerous hours. Yes, I did. Right. 2 p.m. until you said 1 a.m. the next morning? Yes. Leading into the 18th? Yes. But again, there's still um, contact going on or attempted contact on um, in the evening hours of or afternoon hours of 4 o'clock involving the 727-288-3413 number. Again, 4, uh, 4.22 p.m., is that correct? So was law enforcement telling you to reach out I think, to him numerous times? And I think I was calling him, too. I was asking where he was at. He needed to come up here. They wanted to interview. They wanted to talk to him. And I know I was kept calling his phone. I was like, you need to come up here and talk to, the, um, talk to these police. Did they tell you to reach out to him con um, consistently, or were you doing I was, that? Right. I was reaching out to him consistently. Where you at? Can you please come up here and talk to these police? And was law enforcement there every time you would call him, or would um, they not, leave? I think let everything. Me, let me finish my question okay. first before you answer, okay? Okay. Was law enforcement there all of these times that you called him, or no, were they? I don't think so. Let I me let so. me finish my question, okay? Okay. Was law enforcement there every time you called him, mm -hmm. or were they coming and going out of your interview room mm -hmm. during these hours that you were there? Yeah, I think they was coming and going. They were coming and coming going and out? going out. Yes, ma'am. And again, is this? When you're, uh, there's outgoing calls, again, still to the 727-288-3413 number at 430-434. You were still trying to reach him, is that correct? Right. And you said that you did, in fact, reach him? I did. I did reach out to him. And you spoke to him? Yes, ma'am. And I told him what I told the police.
why is it that you decided to change your story and then tell them that there was a man in fact there? Because, um, I don't know, I just tell them the truth. And then at, by the end of the night when they told me that she she's dead, I was like, no, I really left her with this man. So if so, it's end up to being something, somebody need to say something. But when you told them that it was there a man that a man was there and mm -hmm. you were in the shower and she walked away, that was not the truth, though, correct? No, that was not the truth. Did you stick with that story or did you? When they told me that she she was dead, I told the truth. When did you learn that Felicia was located? before they arrested me? Let me let me finish my question, Miss oh, okay. Fire, before you answer. Okay. When. You learned that Felicia had been found dead. Mm -hmm. Where were you? In the police station. The same night of May 17th of 2014? Right. Yes. And how is it that you learned that? By the end of the night, they had put me in another room, and they sat me down, and it was like, now you need to tell the truth. Uh, where do you think she at? And I'm like, she's probably somewhere in somebody's house. And was Did like, you honestly think that, or were yes, you? Yes, I honestly thought that. How did you think she would be in somebody's house? Cause she looked like this one friendly person. She was just freely to talk to anybody. She wasn't scared. So you were told that she was found deceased. Is that correct? Yes. And so, what did you tell law enforcement then? I told them that I lied, and they was like, what you lied about? I said I left her with Trevor, and he wanted me to go and get some weed for him. And then when I came back, she wasn't there. Did you tell them that you had gone to the CVS looking for her? I'm not sure. I told them all that. I don't even think they gave me a chance to tell them all that they just arrested me. They said, you're arrested for getting false information. And was this third time, this third story that you told them, was that then the truth of what happened? Yes. Everything that you have testified to here as to what you did on that day? Yes. There's some paper towels right there, Ms. Wiley. On the night of May 16th of 2014, did you ever go anywhere near the area of the causeway? No, I didn't. Were you with law enforcement at the Burger King and at the uh, Temple Terrace Police Department giving your statement? Yes, I was. The night of May 16th of 2017? Yes, I was. Yes. And how is it that you recognize it? That's the car that Trevor was driving, Granville was driving. 
car that you also drove to the CVS? Yes, ma'am. When you drove that car, do you recall scratches being on the passenger side of that vehicle? No, ma'am. Why I'm going to approach you, it's difficult to see on the screen. I'm going to show you states N27. These scratches along the back panel mm -hmm. and N29, the scratches continuing on the back, uh, the passenger side, back door, and front door, were those scratches on the vehicle when you were driving it on May 16th of 2014? Not up on the wall. And when you entered into the vehicle, when Brent, the defendant picked you up on the 16th, um, what seat or what side did you enter into that vehicle? When he picked me up, um, to, uh, not the driver's side, but the passenger seat. suitcase in that vehicle? No. Well, I'm going to show you what's already been introduced into evidence at State's Exhibit C1 through 84. Have you previously looked through the photographs of the apartment? Yes. Of the defendant's apartment? Yes. You've previously seen these photographs? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. When you were there on May 16th of 2014, um, do you remember seeing these scuff marks on the flooring there? No, ma'am. Just approaching the door? No. States Exhibit C-8. Looking still at the front door into this uh, hallway closet, were um, these 
bedding items or sheets sprawled out on the floor like that when you left the apartment on May 16th of 2014? No, Yes, ma'am. Uh, is it the same or similar bottle that you also drank uh, two to three days before when you had initially met him? Yes. open just a little bit. When you say they were open up just a little bit, Slide. How much, it was how much slid just see? a little bit over. Can, so, you, can you point with your finger how far over they were slid open? Right here. If you can stand up and point on actually on the screen. So enough for just one person to step out? Yes. And the rest were closed such as that? Yes, ma'am. No, I didn't. On May 16th of 2014. No. Showing you photograph C37. Which room was this? That, he said that was his mother's room. And when you left on the night of May 16th of 2017, is that how that bed looked? No, I didn't. How did it look when you were there? It was made up. It was made up? Yes. Um, is this the bed that you and the defendant had sex on the first night that you met him? Yes. Okay. 
showing you States Exhibit C41, the bathroom associated with that bedroom. Did you ever use that bathroom? One with the, the bed in it. The one with the bed in it, the master no. bedroom. <coughs> I never went in that one. You never went in that bathroom? Yes, ma'am. Did you ever use any of the bathrooms when you were there? The other one, yes. Why is it that you, you didn't use this one? Because when I, the first night that he brought me there, he was like, um, no one going, don't ever use my mother's restroom. So did you use the bathroom in the spare bedroom? Yes, ma'am. You said when you went to pray that you prayed in the closet in the master bedroom, is that correct? Yes. I'm showing you States Exhibit C44. Is that the way that closet appeared when you went in there? to pray? No. How is it different? All that went on the floor. When you say all that was All the stuff, like the bag and all that, I didn't see that on the floor. Do you recall anything being on the floor? Yeah, you... shoes. Just shoes? Yes, ma'am. When you were there at um, the apartment on May 16th of 2014, did you ever um, see any candles lit in the shower of that master bathroom? No, I didn't. Did you ever light any candles when you were there on May 16th of 2014? No, I didn't. Showing you State's Exhibit C49. Is this the second bedroom or the spare bedroom? Yes. Did the defendant identify this bedroom as his bedroom? Yes, ma'am. Did you ever, um, is this how the clothing or these suitcases looked when you were there on May 16th of 2014? I didn't go in that room, but it looked the same when the first night I, he took me there. It looked what the same. What do you mean by that? The first date when I met him that night, he took me to the apartment, it looked the same. It looks just like this photograph? Yes, ma'am. But on May 16th of 2014, you didn't go in there. Is that what you stated? Correct. States Exhibit C-63. These... Were these scratch marks, did you ever see those when you were there on May 16th of 2014? No. States Exhibit C66, another photograph. Did you ever see any dark markings such as the one diagonal in the center of this photograph on any of the parts of the flooring in no. the apartment when you were there on the 16th? No, ma'am. State C-64, and I'll approach.
Do you recall ever seeing these drag marks on the carpet when you were there? No, ma'am. Did you ever see on May 16th of 2014 the defendant take out a suitcase at any time that you were there? No. State C-74. State C-76, the drag marks going out towards the front door. Did you ever see those drag marks on the, on the flooring? No, ma'am. When you were there on the 16th? No.
talk to even the prosecutors about what your testimony was or what your testimony will be. Nobody means nobody. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Very good. Your excuse for the evening. See you tomorrow at 9 a.m. testifying that he lied about him owning that Lexus vehicle and that being his vehicle. Um, defense counsel wants that out. We, uh, first of all, um, uh, I don't, I will not be arguing that right. he didn't have control or didn't use the Lexus. Right. Not, make, not making that argument. These are prior bad acts. Uh, um, and um, 
it's been on notice. Um, the, they're also not relevant for purposes of whether or not uh, he committed this murder or not. Uh, the fact that, that a girlfriend gave him $12,000 over a four, you know, four, five, six month time period. And the fact that he lied about or that he used money for buying the car, not buying the car, really has nothing to do with, with the charges against my client. So um, I'm going to sustain the defense objection as to those two questions. Okay? Okay. All right. Other than that, we're ready to go on the Ms. Van being able to play her. I, my only other objection to, to um, that in, entire evidence being introduced is I think the state has to show that she was unavailable. The reason for the her unavailability, uh, it's my understanding, is because she had a, a vacation planned in Africa. Okay. All right. All right. Very good. See you all tomorrow. Thank you. Okay. I think it was. I think that time. I thought it was vacation. Country. Country. I think I said that. Judge, I stepped up with the jurors when they now heard it. You have hit my head. Listen, if I could predict this, I could predict the weather, I could predict a lot of things.